how are you doing? This is Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler for the next two hours. Simulcasting on ESPN 970 and Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz, baby. In the and locker room with the Steelers Blitz. Crossover, right? I mean, that you know, we every, every once in a while we have a crossover, a little multifaceted, where we go within the building and say, hey, you guys on the bottom floor, y'all come on upstairs to the big room. Talk a little shop for a couple of hours. And that's what we're going to be doing today, man. And obviously, I mean, this was a very, very eventful weekend. Um, you had to return to college football. Obviously, we know this is the official start of week one game week for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know people are crazy excited about that. We also had team captains get released. And uh, we got New Jersey numbers as well. Plenty to talk about. But before we get to any of that, we know we also had a very, very heavy news be broken to us over the weekend man in the passing of Tunch Ilkin from ALS obviously at the age of 63 and we wanted to just start the show off by spending a little time reflecting on him and remembering who he was and his impact and when I think of him you know my 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 good guy over there my partner in crime with the good hair anytime I think of Tunch man I always just think of how you're never going to leave his presence or you would never leave him feeling worse or feeling less than when you first interact with him. He was always a guy that was going to keep you with the arrow pointed up in the words of yep. Coach Tomlin, right? You knew that, man, regardless of how upset you might have been or whatever you had going on, you talked to Touch, man. Touch is going to make it all right. Always a glass half full type of guy, man. Just loved his perspective, loved his overall outlook on life. And I do feel like that's some of the things that we – Try to, I mean, me and you, because I know you personally. Absolutely. We, 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 tip, we typically have one of those personal relationships, me and you. You know, that's what they could say. But I think we both, you know, instill the qualities from him in our day-to-day -day lives yeah. as well, man. In terms of, like I said, always trying to be positive, always looking at things in terms of how it could be better or what could be going right instead of focusing on what could be going wrong or the negativity associated with that, man. But for me, man, that's what I instantly think of when I think of Tunch, man. What about you, though? Yeah, no, that's well said. And that is why Arthur Motes, it's been what now? It's been almost three days since since the news broke uh, of, of Tunch's passing on Saturday morning. And, and you've seen just the outpouring of love and emotion and support across this city, across this fan base that is Steeler Nation. And that is because, Motes, man, it didn't matter if you, if you knew Tunch for 50 years or if you knew him for 50 seconds, you felt like you were close with him. He felt like a part of your life. He felt like he really cared. Just one of the most genuine people you could ever meet. I, I think that's one of the words that I keep coming back to every time I think about Tunch Ilkin. Genuine. Just so real, so honest. Uh, for a guy that was a, a nasty offensive lineman, played in the <laughs> NFL for, for, well, over a for a, well over a decade, he was also the biggest teddy bear at the same time. It's it's really funny, Motsi. Like when you see the pictures from you know from the eighties of of Tunch lining up on the line of scrimmage, he's got blood coming down his shirt. He's got a look on his face like he wants to tear the head off of the person <laughs> who lined up across from him. And to to know how that's how he was on the football field, but how he was away from the game and why football was or while football was such a big part of his life how much he meant to this community, his faith, his family, everything that he's done here for years for the homeless community in Pittsburgh. Motsi, again, that's why you have, you've just seen it from everyone from everywhere because Tunch was such a genuine guy. He was so impactful. 
and it, it, it didn't matter if, if you had only spent five minutes around him your entire life, you felt like you knew him well, like he knew you well, like he was, was part of your group. And, uh, and man, buddy, it, we just we can't state it enough, a, a special, special guy. I'm sure plenty of people, you know, the loyal in-the-locker-room listeners, you know, at this time slot, they probably tuned in today, you know, expecting to hear Wolf. Um, you, you're not going to hear from Wolf this week. Him and him and Max will be back next week. Obviously, our our thoughts and prayers are, are mm-hmm. with with Craig Wolfley. But yeah, Motsi and I know uh, this week and certainly today, uh, we we bear great responsibility um, in these chairs in this time slot. Um, and you mentioned it, right, Motsi? There is a lot going on in Steelers Land. Oh, absolutely, it is, man. But, I mean, but like you in, talk a, about in, a, the in a way, timing, yes, in a crazy. way, it kind of like for today at least, right? For the first opportunity that we've had to to do a show, to be behind microphones, to talk about Tunch since Saturday, like a lot of that stuff kind of feels inconsequential in a mm-hmm. way, right? Even though it's Buffalo on Sunday, even though it's T.J. Watt's contract situation, uh, I got a feeling that that I could be wrong, but but what most people probably want to talk about, what's on their mind right now, uh, is Tunch Oaken, and and I just. Man, he he mozi again. If if he was in your life, you felt that impact. Um, he he left every room he ever entered, every place he ever entered, a better place. No, without a doubt. And you talk about a guy with great humility. I mean, we can list off his accolades as a player. We can list off his accolades as a media broadcaster. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about having memorable commentary on Super Bowl plays. You don't just do that. That that doesn't just happen haphazardly right there. You have to earn that right. You have to be really good at your job. And for Tunchman, he was really good at it for a long time. Very long, yeah. But in the midst of all his success as a media person, in the midst of all his success as a player, he's still one of the most humble guys you would ever come across. One of the most humble guys you would ever meet. If you just met him, like say you weren't a Steeler fan, right? Say you were somewhere, I don't know, because we all know Tunch liked to go out west and go hiking, right? Yes. So say you met He's Tunch. in somebody's Montana, South Dakota, North Dakota, say, so, say, somewhere. Say you <laughs> met Tunch, grid. right? You're not a Steeler fan. You know nothing about Pittsburgh. You met Tunch at a restaurant in Arizona. You would never know how big of a deal he mm-hmm. was. And he just, Motsi, again, such a, such a unique guy, such a special guy, such an incredible story. Yes. Immigrating to the United States, first Turkish player to ever play in the NFL. And, uh, and Motsi, I tell you what. We, it, it, because of Tunch, like we, we have to keep this thing rolling. We bear that responsibility to, to, to continue to, to build upon what he and Wolf laid the groundwork here for so many years for. Um, but man, it's, it, like, it, it feels like there is a void right now in Steelers football. That I, like I, I don't want to say will never be filled again, but man, it, it is it is going no, to it's take, significant though. It's, it's, it's going to take a long time before any of this feels normal without Tunchokin. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about a guy that for the past what twenty years he's been one of the voices of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's no different if Billy Hillgrove were to just stop doing it, or if Craig Woofley were to. I mean, these are guys that a lot of people have grown up. Absolutely. Hearing like that. I, did, I told you when yeah. I was a kid, Sundays after church, my parents would be putzing around talking to all their <laughs> friends and I would grab my parents' car keys and I'd go out in the car and listen to the start of kickoff because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to hear Tunch. I wanted to hear Billy and Wolf. And yeah, I mean, he, he's been doing this mozi for, for as long as you and I have been alive, longer yeah. than we've been alive. And he is not just a fabric of the organization, but but of the entire city and community of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, well. and I thought that also, I mean, we kind of limited it 
to Steeler Nation being impacted by it, but I thought it was bigger than that. Absolutely. I mean, you think about the NFL. I mean, they were making numerous posts to let people know what was going on. I mean, you the Adam Schefter is your year. Ian Rappaport. I mean, this was one of those things where the NFL community as a whole, you feel it. No, absolutely. And that's that's the impact that Tuncho can had. He, absolutely, man. He he again, if you if you spent a, a, an hour around this guy, he was a friend for life. He Tunch never met a stranger, but, <laughs> but especially after you spent 30 seconds with him. No question. Um, and so those connections that he made, because again, not only did he play a baker's dozen years in the National Football League, he was a broadcaster for decades. Four decades he was involved with the NFL, either mm-hmm. as a player or a broadcaster. And when you're a guy like Tunch and you're you're involved for that long, you're gonna leave a significant impact oh, yeah. on a lot of significant people. And and you've seen you've seen that from Mike Tomlin to Adam Schefter and everyone in between. No, without a doubt, one hundred percent, man. Shoot, I was just over here thinking back about when me and him would be doing our uh, keys to the game yeah. with the Steelers yeah. and before we would get in there. I'd have my outfit on, and obviously, you know, we're different age, <clears throat> different in our age groups, and our fashion a little bit changed. <laughs> Wait, no, you mean you you and Tunch didn't have the same fashion? Hold on. So, so one of these days, man, we're getting ready to uh, to do one of the keys to the game. We're waiting on Missy to get in because she was doing some interviews, and he had these, like, cargo, almost like hiking pants that could turn into shorts. Now, at the time, I'm in here, I'm like, man— I got these shorts on because I'm thinking we're going to be at a desk and not realize we're going to be standing up. And I'm like, oh, man, I just feel so unprofessional right now. And he says to me, he's like, yo, Mose, don't worry. I can get unprofessional with you. And he unzips the bottom part of his uh, of his khaki pants to make them shorts. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I appreciate that. Touch. He was like, yo, I don't want you to feel like you're underdressed in here. I got you, man. These these pants are cool. You, you young guys. A, that is a great <laughs> yes. story. I was like, Wow. But that, that's what his thought process was. Like, yo, you young guys, man, yo, I, I got you. Don't worry about it. He just simply amazing. unzips it. And I'm like, wow. Thanks. Thanks, Tunch. I, I feel way better now. That's a real friend right but there, that's, right? That's Tunch, though. That's that, what he would do. You know do. what? That, Moti, that's a great story. <laughs> I, I don't think you never told me that yeah. before. That is Tunch. That's a Absolutely, gr- man. That, hey, you feel uncomfortable? You think you're goofy? It's like, you wear man. Shorts? I got you. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll wear shorts, too. We'll be good. He literally was like, yo, these are my hiking pants. Or it's like hiking or fishing or something like that. But literally, <sighs> it was zippers around the knees, and he just unzipped the bottom half. I was like, wow. Dude, you and I were like, <laughs> you know, it's 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 one of those things. It, we, we joke about this in different facets of life. Right. The whole like, man, I wish I knew we were in the good old days before we exited them. thing. Yeah. Right. You and I were so fortunate. This is our fourth year yeah. of, of doing Steelers coverage, because I'm sure we've got a lot of in the locker room audience right now who might not be as familiar with us. You know, we filled in for Tunch and Wolf in the past right. occasionally when they would need days off. But um, this will be Moats and I's fourth season of doing Steelers coverage together up until last year. Right. With, with the pandemic. And we, we even saw them last year. But man. Before that, the first two seasons that you and I were doing this. It was like every day. We we got to spend time yeah. with Tunch and Wolf every single day. Absolutely. We we were down at the facility together. We would, you know, our shows would well, follow up. And we just do think crossover about it. segments. Not just the crossover, but you individually would work with them as well. Yeah, I would whereas, I'd, I'd be their on-site right, guy. Yeah. Whereas I had times where I individually worked with Wolf, mm-hmm. individually worked with Tunch. So like it was almost like a, a family type. No, it absolutely I mean, it was. was. Like it's a family. <laughs> it absolutely was. And, and that's one of my favorite parts about what we do here at SNR. You know, uh, Dale and Matt are involved in that too. Tom and Jacob and, and everybody yeah. who's part of this operation. Um, and, and that's the thing, Moats. Again, you, we, were, we were very spoiled. Like, I will look back at those as the good old, you know, when Moats and I would, would rock up to the mic and Tunch and Wolf would be here. <laughs> and they'd give us hugs every day. And they'd ask about always, our wives and ask always. about our families and all this stuff. Like I will remember those times fondly, and that's you know like that's a 
a culture that I want us to continue to foster around here. Oh, absolutely. And I think that we will, you know, because we have to. That is their legacy. That is his legacy. And we're descendants of it, man. So we got to keep it rolling, baby. That's what you're supposed to do. No, that's, you that's absolutely legacy. are. That's what and, impact is. And Moats, I do think, and this is, you know, this is a Tuesday. So you're sitting in the driver's seat today. So you get to make the uh, the final well, decisions. I wanted to drop this phone line, but the there problem is I don't know the phone number. Okay. Because well, this is not my regular that's office. That's good. That's where I was So going. that's why I've been stolen. <laughs> so, again, we, we – I think one thing, the reason why this this in the locker room show felt like such a community is because Tunch and Wolf, they really, in a lot of ways, this was the voice of the fan. Mm-hmm. You know, like like these two hours from ten to noon during Steelers season in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf was the voice of Steelers fans. If we again, we we want to continue to build upon what they are doing. Wolf and Starks will be back next week. You've got Moats and I though this week. It's going to be a a tap dancing routine today. We will obviously do plenty of looking ahead to the Bills game on Sunday as we roll along today and throughout the week, of course. But today, you heard Moats' story. Maybe when we come back from break here, I'll tell you my Tunchilkin story. If you knew him for 50 years or if you knew him for five minutes, mm-hmm. you've got a Tunch story. You want to get involved with the show? We've got phone lines. They're open all day. Uh, 412. 919-1316. Say that one more time. I might memorize it. 412. 412- <laughs> 919-1316. Uh, I, I'm going to be answering the phones as well, too, so it'll be a little bit of a balancing act, all right? But I promise if you call, I'll get you on hold, and uh, and, and we will we will allow the, the, the fans here who have – Tunch has been such a part of your life for so many years. Uh, if you've got something to say, you're more than welcome to join us here uh, up until noon. Absolutely. So, boom, there we go. I'm glad that you gave that number out. So now we're good to go with that because we definitely want to open up that door, one of that platform for people to share their feelings. I mean, it's always a safe space in terms of how people grieve, how people reflect. If you want to grieve on the phone lines, if you want to celebrate his life on the phone lines, whatever you want to do, we'll we'll turn it over to to the audience here as we roll along. No, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I think that I mean, when you talk about Tunch, that was his vibe. You know that. He wanted to talk. He wanted to hear from the people. He wanted to communicate with them. He did. And that was ultimately what made him so special and why you see the impact of the lives, the the multitudes of people. Everywhere. And how they all, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say a negative thing about Tunch. Nope. Even you know when what? T- one person. One person. Tunch himself. I was going to say, Tunch is the only one, and he only speaks of it. When he's talking about his redemption. When and he's I'm just talking like, about his redemption, exactly. I'm like, man, so even your negative doesn't even seem like a negative. <laughs> Moats, uh, just just an incredible person. We got the phone lines lighting up again. I'm, I'm putting you guys on hold. I'll get to you during the breaks, right? But 412-919-1316, that's how you get involved yeah. over the next two hours. Absolutely. And you know, man, we might go to break early so that way we can spend a little bit more time on these phone lines, man. So what we'll do is this, man. Give my man some time to get to these phones. We'll go to break real quick. When we come back, man, we're going to hop on these lines and really hit it so that way we can spend a little bit more time with you guys. But this is Mo Singular on ESPN 970 and Steelers Nation Radio. Singular, back, starting off the second segment today, man, as we do in this crossover show inside the locker room slash Steelers Blitz, ESPN 970, Steelers Nation Radio, wherever you're tuning in from. Man, as we are just remembering the life of Tunch Elkin, remember how awesome he was the sharing stories on him, both as a player 
as a broadcaster. Obviously, I shared my story. I mean, it was <laughs> it's funny even more we think about it. But that is such a touch that is vibe, such, that man. Is, that is, that's who he is, man. He, 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 ca- like, th- there's nothing that Tunch cared more about than people. He wanted to make everybody around him feel good. And that's why, again, mm-hmm. Motsi, like, you see the all this outpouring, and it is because it, it doesn't matter if you had a deep friendship with Tunch Yokin or if you were someone who just loved listening to him on the radio for the, for the past few decades. You felt like he was a part of your family. You felt like he was a part of your friend group, your inner circle. Um, and he was he was a, a special, special human being for sure. And, Motsi, I did want to uh, make sure – because I, a couple people tweeted me asking about this. If you're not in the Pittsburgh area and, and you were hoping to, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, somehow um, be involved with the, the viewing or the funeral, uh, 2 o'clock today is Tunch's funeral, and that will be live streamed mm-hmm. on the Internet. So uh, a service to celebrate Tunch's life Tuesday, that's today, 2 p.m. at the South Hills Bible Chapel. If you cannot attend but you still want to watch, the service will be streamed live at BibleChapel.org. So, again, if you would like to be part of the celebration of the just the incredible human being that was Tunchilkin, but you're outside of the Pittsburgh area or you can't make it today, 2 p.m. you can watch the live stream, BibleChapel.org. I'll make sure and say that in the next hour of the show as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Before we get out of here. But you, you're ready for, for my Tunchilkin story here, Arthur Modes. And, I've, you know, I've shared some of this with you before. You've, you've heard, I think you've heard this, but you know what? I'm going to tell it again. Uh, I met Tunch for the first time when I was 16, okay? Um, He and my father knew each other through church connections. And um, I was 16 years old. Tunch was speaking at the Good Friday breakfast at my church. And my dad said, why don't we go, right? We'll listen to Tunch speak. And then that was kind of the age that I thought I wanted to do sports broadcasting, right? I was was starting to get to that age where I wanted to to do this type of thing. I didn't know if I wanted to do play-by-play or talk radio or whatever, but I knew I wanted to do something in sports broadcasting when I grew up. And so my dad says, let's go to this Good Friday breakfast. Let's listen to Tunch speak. And afterwards, you know, you can introduce yourself and, and pick his brain about, you know, what you should be doing to, to get into the broadcast industry and things like that and, and what you need to do in college and all that stuff, right? So we go. We listen to Tunch. He gives a great message, of course, on Good Friday. And afterwards, I'm chatting with him, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and he was just as nice as could be to me, you know, telling me. It was funny. He was like, I don't know if I'm the best person to talk to for advice because he's like, I just did the ex-athlete thing. But I kind of talked to him about that, and he said, look, if you're, if you're good, you're good. You know, like, yeah, background and where you come from can affect you and all those things. But he said, just because you don't play in the NFL doesn't mean you can't talk about the NFL. Correct. Just yep. because – and, you know, I, I, at that age, I think, like, I wanted to be the next Mike Lang. Like, I wanted to be a hockey play-by-play guy when I was that age. And he said, most of those play-by-play guys, none of them played. It's the, it's the analyst guy who played. But, the, you know, and so we, we had a great conversation when I was 16 years old, Tunch and I. Fast forward 10 years later, I'm 26, all right? And that's when I got my job back here in Pittsburgh in my hometown with iHeartRadio in this building, Steelers Nation Radio as well. And I'm out at training camp with Tunch and Wolf, and I'm producing their show every single morning. And Tunch and I uh, kind of revisit that conversation. You know, we're, we're sitting there one morning, and I go, Tunch, I don't know if you remember this, but 10 years ago, I was 16 <laughs> years old. You gave me all this advice, da 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 And I was like, and I'm, I'm kind of climbing that ladder now. You know, I'm doing an hour show after you and Wolf by myself solo. That's how I started on SNR. And, and we're chatting, right? And I, I said to Tunch, I'm still, and I still kind of do this. We've been doing this for four years, Motsi. And I still have times where I, 
like maybe doubt creeps into my mind if that's the best term. Mm-hmm. And I think anybody who does a performance type job for a living can have those moments. And I'm talking about that with Tunch. And I'm like, Tunch, I'm following up you and Wolf, man, on SNR. Like, is anyone going to take me, this 26-year-old jabroni who, <laughs> who didn't even who, who didn't even play college football or anything? Anybody going to take me seriously? And Tunch looks at me and he goes, Wes, 50-50 in this industry. <laughs> And I go, 50, 50. I, I, go what do, I go, what do you mean, Tunch? And he goes, 50% of the people in this industry are like me. They were, they're, they're ex-athletes, they're ex-football players, and, and, and that kind of that experience and those connections got them to this level. And then he said, the other 50% are people like you who actually had to earn it. <laughs> and, it's pretty accurate from, from goes, what I've seen. He, yeah. goes, he goes, if you're 26 years old and they're giving you an hour-long show already, you've earned it. He said, be confident in that. Believe in your ability. And he goes, I believe in you. He goes, I know you can talk football. I like talking football with you. You've got this. And, and, and that was, for me, coming back to my hometown and having my first show by myself, even though it was only an hour, um, man, just, just having that guy in my life, Motsi, and having him tell me that 50% of us, we just go off the experience. The other people like you, you actually had to earn it. You've earned your way here. Be confident in that ability. He just, Motsi, again, everybody has a touch story, has – had this guy impact their life in some way. Even if you just listened to him on the radio and you never met him in person, he impacted your life in some way. No, 100%, man. He's a guy that just, he understood people. I think that's the best way. He just understood how to make people feel good, man. Whether it was speaking to a person that he saw maybe sad or if it was a person having a question about the game, about life, about anything, man. Tunch was always going to be that guy. That's the thing that always stands out to me, man. The thing that I truly probably will miss the most with him being gone now is that, man, because you know it was never, it's, it's never going to be the same in the sense of I come around this guy, I meet this guy, or you see this person, they're always going to have something positive, like every single every time. time. Every single time. It doesn't matter where I've seen him at, what time of day. My always, man is always, a smile always on his happy, yeah. always in a good mood. I mean, it was just crazy to think that that's how he was. He, he motes was just an, an, an absolutely incredible human. Like I, it, it, it's going to become kind of redundant with us, like saying that. But that, but that's a good thing, though. That's all it is. I, I'm not against that. But man, I want you know. Let's go to the phone lines. If that's all right with you, absolutely, man. absolutely. Ch- check out Ozzy. I believe it is, man. Ozzy, talk to us, man. How are you feeling today? Hey, I'm feeling feeling sad, sad. I'm ready for the season, but yeah, uh, sad uh, that the world lost a. Uh, such a great man. Uh, I just wanted to share with you. I've called several times. I've talked to Wes once, but my first time getting to talk to you, Arthur. Oh man, well, uh, it's a pleasure to talk and, to you. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, enjoyed watching you play, and I'm definitely enjoy listening to you guys uh, the show. But I don't tweet, so I've kind of <laughs> left that on that. So here's my chance to say hi. Oh man, but, uh, I wanted to share. <laughs> I wanted to share real quick. Um, last year, I called in to the show. And uh, it was my daughter's, my oldest daughter's birthday, intention was saying happy birthday to her. And to this day, she still talks about that. And uh, just that's just one of the ways that he's touched people's lives. Um, also, uh, I've told him thousands of times every time I've tried to call in or talk to him uh, that I listen to him while I'm at work. And uh, they just get me through the day. They, yeah. The way those two uh, 
tell stories and the brotherly love as in Christians and brother brothers in Christ mm-hmm. and and everything. Uh it just it's that's special. And when you get to like you guys were talking about the little things in life, like Wes shared about his story and you as well. Uh, it's just a very special man and and uh listening to the games will never be the same for sure without touch. So just want to call and share it with you guys. That's Love well you said, Ozzy. Thank no, you, buddy. We definitely appreciate you, man. We definitely appreciate right, you. Man. Go Steelers, absolutely. And that's, I mean, most, that's the impact right there, right? 100%. Ozzy's, Ozzy's in Kansas. It's not close to Pittsburgh. Not at all. But 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 still feels that that impact from Tunch Oak, and that's... And shout out man, to them seeing a happy Tunch. birthday to his <laughs> How daughter. About that? <laughs> and I know they can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is so awesome right there, man. I love and it. And I know they God. can't see. I mean, you, but let, let's be real, right? If, oh, I love Tunch and Wolf. They do a lot of things well. Singing ain't one of them. They don't sing well. But the fact that they're just so humble about it and just so like, man, you know what? That's what you're supposed to do. I don't care if I'm going to make a fool of myself. I don't care how bad I might sound. I'm going to do it. Like, that's them, man. It absolutely and, and, is. And I'm sure Ozzy and his daughter, like he said, they will never forget that. It'll never. be 30 years from now. She'll be celebrating her 50th birthday. I don't know how old she is, but she'll be celebrating a, a milestone birthday. Right. And be like, man, you remember that time when Tunch and Wolf, they sung to me live so, on air? Like, you, know you don't forget thinking, right? those things, man. <laughs> like, Ozzy's daughter, okay? She'll be, you're right. She'll be like 30. She'll be 40. And her husband will plan some extravagant birthday party for mm-hmm. her or something. And she'll be like, yeah, this is a lot of fun, but it wasn't as good as the time the Tunch yeah. and Wolf sang me happy birthday. <laughs> they, they ever sing you happy birthday? They sung me happy birthday before. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and that's, again, everybody, I feel like everybody, if, if you have any type of contact with Tunch, you, you've, you've got a story like that because that's just so selfless, so self, selfless, pardon mm-hmm. me. Um, and, and just, man, him and Wolf, that friendship, everything they did together so unique. Like I said, kind of at the top of the show, Motsi and I uh, realized the, the obligation that we have sitting in these chairs today and this week. Motes, uh, Wolf will be back with Max Starks as well starting next week, um, but obviously wanted, wanted to give those guys some time this week. We did get some tweets here rolling in as well too, Motsi. Yeah. And I was going to say, I, I'll definitely drop the Twitter.com out there as well. That's another way that we allow people to interact with us on the show. You know, we're, we're a little bit younger, a little bit more of the modern time. A little hip, if you will. Uh, no, but not hipsters, but we are hip e. There we go. <laughs> but anywho, man, you can hit us up on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good head. <laughs> Rudy tweets us and says, I was on hold. Sorry, my call dropped, but I just wanted to give my thoughts and prayers to Tunch's family. Call it back, Rudy. What you doing, man? Yeah, absolutely. Call, back, call back if you want to. You're more than welcome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, from, uh, from his wife, Karen, uh, his kids, uh, Tanner, Natalie, mm-hmm. Cole, Clay. Yes, Clay. Clay's a man. Yep. That's a dude right and, there. And and he's obviously, he's got a handful of grandchildren as well, too. Mm-hmm. Little Levi, Abbott, um, Bryn, Connor, Althea. Um, and, of course, Tunch uh, proceeded in death by his first wife, Sharon. Uh, thoughts and prayers to all of them, all their families. Um, of course, I believe one, I forget who, Motsi, but I believe one of Tunch's parents is still alive. I am I'm, I'm not, not I'm not positive yeah, on that. I'm not 100%. Um, but I believe one of his parents is still alive. Um, but of course, uh, prayers to to his his entire family. And again, two o'clock today, if you want to watch the uh, the celebration 
of Tunch's life, just go to BibleChapel.org at 2 o'clock today. Steeler Nation 920 tweets us and says, Sir Ilkin was one of the greatest men to wear the black and gold on and off the field. His battles through life created an amazingly humble man, and boy, it was gold to put him and Wolf on the radio together. He will be sorely missed. Well said, Steelers Nation 920. That is, he's, and I think that's why, too, Motsi, like, there's something about Tunch's life that everyone can relate to. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, he had such an incredible story of, of immigrating to the United States, being the first Turkish player in the NFL. Uh, everyone knows the, the issues. He's been very public with the issues that he had with drugs and alcohol, with substance abuse, losing his first wife at a young age, everything he's done in the community. There's just so much about this guy that the average person can relate to. Like, you see Tunch and how he was able to persevere through all those struggles, and not just persevere, Motsi, to to still be living his best life, to still have a smile on his face all the time. And not look damaged. He didn't look like he had been through anything. He he, looked like an awesome dude that He was inspiring to so many. Yeah, inspiring to so many. Wallace tweets us and says, I want to call, but I just don't think I can speak. Feels like I lost a friend, and I only ever spoke with Tunch on the show once. Never met him. I'm feeling for Wolf especially. We are all certainly uh, feeling for Craig Wolfley today. And, again, you will hear him this weekend, Sunday, up in Buffalo, and then he'll be back next week with Max Starks. Max Starks. But you've got Motsi and I uh, here uh, at 10 a.m. as we get you ready for Buffalo on Sunday. But we are, of course, remembering the life, celebrating the life of Tunch Yokin today. Scott tweets us as well and says, I'm a lot older than you and Motsi, but I remember Tunch playing with Mark Malone and Frank Pollard. He was such a good offensive lineman, and I lo- uh, loved when he would always tell Wolfley to remember when we used to headbutt the defensive lineman. <laughs> I'm sure going to miss him. And David tweets us and says, Tunch left a void that will never be filled. Rest in peace to the legend. It's, Motes, that is, and it is, honestly, it's a big part of, before we go to break here, it's a big part of why I wanted to do this for a living. Like, growing up here in Pittsburgh, from, from Billy and Tunch and Wolf and Myron Cope, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Mike Lang and Phil Bork on the hockey side of things. Lanny Terry, who was such a good broadcaster for the Pirates. Man, we have in this city such a, and you can go back further to that, right? To the, to the Jack Flemings and the Bob Princes and on and on. We have such a spoiled history of sports broadcasting here with our teams in this city mozi and uh and touches is certainly part of that legacy and that fabric and and like i said i think that's a a big part of why i wanted to do this when i grew up no man touch i mean he was pivotal in terms of my transition the guy that i was able to reach out to and have conversations with and things like that man so when you hear just how he's helped multiple people transition into this thing, man. It is an awesome thing, man. And that's why we had to reflect on him and why we will continue to reflect on his life throughout today's show. But when we come back, we'll obviously start the phone lines open, still be opening the tweets and stuff like that. But we will be able to start looking into a little bit of the, uh, the trade that the Steelers have made as well for a cornerback, man. So, Obviously, we have a lot of stuff still on the table, man. But when we get back, that's what we'll be doing. This is Motsing Euler on ESPN 970 and SNR. Motes and Wesley Euler here but a little crossover segment inside the locker room slash Steelers Blitz as we simulcast on ESPN 970 and Steelers Nation Radio. 
just continuing on our conversation, man, as we have, you know, grieved a little bit on air with you guys. Yeah. We've shared some of our memorable cool. stories. I tell you what, Motsi, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I got you here today, buddy, because I, I could not get through doing a show like this by myself. Well, you know, the funny thing is, man, I, I, I mean, I feel the exact same way, whether it was with you. Um, obviously, I had my podcast where I did my other show, talked about it yesterday, had my other guy with me, and it was like, same concept, man. I couldn't imagine having these conversations by myself, nor on air, and that's the thing, I mean, with our profession, we don't kind of we don't get that luxury of, hey, we could just grieve in person. We don't have to come up here and talk about it and put that no, mask it's... on. But, I mean, for us, like you said, dude, we 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 would see him every, every single day. day. Yeah, for multiple. We, I was working we, together. We, we like, just saw him about a month ago at training. Seriously, camp. A little over hey. a month ago. Yeah. So when I think of that, like this is very difficult to handle and to do a show and stuff it like is. that, yep. man. All right, but you ready for some transparency? Let, let, let's get it, man. <sighs> I've wanted to play some Bruce Springsteen coming back from a break here uh-huh. for three straight segments now. Maybe we'll do it to start the second hour of the show. But I just, I like, I can't, I, I need to play Born to Run, but yeah. I can't play Born to Run. No, because I'm you gonna, 100%. Because I'm going to lose it if yeah. I do. Because, that, I mean, that was that was Tunch's jam, especially around this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 buddy, we, I mean, you we can feel this from the tweets that are rolling in as well, too. Again, just such an impactful genuine guy and while it is obviously you know it, it it's difficult for Moats and I to do shows on days like today we're we're also very privileged to have the opportunity to do so um to talk about to honor to remember a guy who was was both a friend a colleague and a mentor to, to Motsi and I absolutely and it gives us another opportunity as well to be that voice for people you know we, we talked about it with Tunch and Wolf right you say man they were the voice of the people the voice of the fans well in the sense, in this type of situation where it is very difficult for everybody that was impacted and affected by Tunch, well, now we get a chance to be that same voice for the people, man. When yeah. they call in, whether they're true. tweeting in, we get a chance to just give them that opportunity, that platform to get that off of their chest, whether it's a highlight or whether it's something that they're grieving about with this situation. I know we have more tweets coming in, so we're definitely we going to hit yep. more of those as well because we do want to make sure that, you know, Tunch gets the time that he deserves because this is Tunch Oaken we're talking Absolutely. about, man. And we were all greatly impacted by him, man. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll get to some of those in just a second. I did want to remind people, uh, we got open phone lines as well, too. 412-919-1316. We've had a couple people call in. I, I'm, I'm doing the phones as well, too, today. So, obviously, I can only answer the phones when we go to break. So, if you call in, we've had a couple people that have called in. I put you on hold and then they're, they're dropping off, I think, because you think you're getting ignored. I promise you, if you call in and I put you on hold, I will get to you during break, and we will let you speak your piece on Tunchoken. Like we got, uh, otherwise, y'all going to make it into a solo show because he's going to be on the phone the whole time, and I'm going to be over here stalling while he's on the phone. We, we, got, we got somebody right now who just called in. I put you on hold, all right? Hang there for, for like eight minutes here we have till, not we, till we go to break you. again. All right, if you hang on the lines, hang on hold. Don't think we're ignoring you. Don't think we're forgotten you. I promise you, that's Wesley Euler word, that I will get to you during the break. But you can also get at us on Twitter, Motsi. We got a lot of reaction rolling in on the tweets, and I, I think maybe that's to be expected. I think there are yeah. a lot of people who just couldn't do the phone thing today. Well, because it's hard to talk it's about it at times, man. It's hard to talk man. about it. It absolutely is. So if that's you, no problem. You could get at us on Twitter as well gabe tweets us and says i can't call right now because i'm at work but i am listening i have a uh very small faith-based podcast that i do i reached out to tunch several years ago through a mutual friend trying to get him on the show he gave me his number for many years we couldn't figure out a good time to work but still over that time tunch would text me to check in to see how i was doing 
Two years ago, we finally found the time to do it. I listened to that show over the weekend. Tunch did not have to do that, but he gave me his valuable time. I will miss his check-ins with me. Some people are all talk. Tunch was genuine. He will be missed. Well said, Gabe. I mean, he, no, absolutely, man. He's the definition uh, of of walking the walk and talking the talk, Motsi. This guy backed up everything he ever did, um, and, and just again, so impactful. Had time for everybody. Like that's that's one thing that that I just uh, there's a lot that I always admired about Tunch Motsi, but how he genuinely, truly had time for everybody. You're very similar in this regard. <laughs> Like, not not fake, you know what I mean? Right. Not like, oh, I'll smile for the picture and then I'll roll my eyes three seconds later. Like People sh- do that? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely had, had time for everyone, and that's special. For someone of his, his status, his platform, uh, let me tell you, that is, that is quite often not the case. Yeah, and when you say had time for everyone, there is a difference. He was actually present. He was where he was supposed to be at that moment. And I say it because, obviously, being on the other side of that thing as well, I mean, it's very easy to get caught up in the schedule. It's very easy to get caught up in what is next. And you lose sight of the people you're interacting with. Um, A person can can be there pouring out everything to you, but you're so focused on what you need to do next. What's what's next on the list? Where do we got to go? What's the next appearance, the next event that you're not present? But with Tunch, that was never the case. Tunch was always present. He He was present. He was wherever he was. He was there in mm-hmm. that moment fully. And you know what, Motsi, particularly I think for people our age too, like in this in this whole era of technology and social media and everything, like that's that's an important life lesson. Like be here now, right? Wherever you are, be there. And man, that was Tunchokin for sure. Mister Taylor tweets us and says, "I want to send my deepest sympathies and condolences to all of Tunch's family and friends. I'm a young fella, and it was always a pleasure to hear him and Wolf tell their stories." He will be greatly missed. That's that's kind of how Moats and I feel as well too. We we're much younger. <laughs> we're about thirty years younger than Tunch and Wolf, <laughs> um, but still able to connect with those guys because they're just so genuine. They're so real. They're so kind. So loving, and and dang good at, at what they chose to do for their 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 next stage of life after football. Certainly as well. That's why they have um, developed such a, a large listener base here over the years. BPR tweets us and says, "I loved listening to Tunch and Wolf in St. Louis." During football season, rest in peace, Tunch. And, and, and again, a lot of you are checking in from, from Kansas, from St. Louis, from Denver, and, and that just that speaks to the reach of this man. No, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. And like you said, that's just so beautiful, though. When I think of a person's life, it, most people, they only impact the people that are directly in their circle, directly within you know a 5, 10-mile radius of where they live. But with Tunch, man, it's global. It's everywhere, baby. That's what you love about a guy like that, man. And Agreed. like I said, to me, man, it's just one of the ultimate signs of the respect of, man, this guy lived a life worth living, a life full of purpose, 100%. Uh, a life full of impact, and clearly the legacy is there, man. Me tweets us. Who? Me. Hey, shout out. It says, I'm deeply saddened by Tunch's passing. He was one of my favorite Steelers players when I was growing up. One of my favorite Pittsburgh broadcasters of all time. A great soul who blessed many of us with his kindness on a daily basis. Rest in peace, brother. Well said, me. Absolutely. Good one here from Steel City Champs as well, too. It says, I started listening to SNR a few years ago. I listened to Tunch and Wolf every morning just to hear them talk football. Tunch's IQ on football was amazing. His voice and spirit will not be forgotten. Thank you for all you've done for Steeler Nation. Motes, 
his his voice and spirit will not be forgotten, and absolutely not anytime soon, not ever, because as you and I talked about too, we were talking about this during break, man, in hindsight now, how great is it that the Steelers got him into the Hall of Honor mm-hmm. this summer? Now, he will obviously miss the ceremony in November, and that will be emotional, and we will all revisit this stuff and then be thinking of Tunch then in November when there's that enshrinement, absolutely. Um, but, man, we talk a lot about how people, especially people like Tunch, deserve their roses while they can still take them, while they can still smell them, while they can still get them. And, uh, and man, his voice, his spirit never being forgotten, and I am glad, Motsi, that he got to have that love reciprocated, you know, about six weeks ago when, when he found out that he was getting inducted into the Steelers Hall of Honor. Absolutely, man. A guy very deserving of that. 100%. 100%. Yes, 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 man. Annette tweets us here and says, In the locker room with Punch and Wolf has been part of my daily routine for five years now. I've never called in. I've never met Tunch, but I find myself tearing up while listening to you guys. Great human who will be missed. Thank you, Annette. And that is, you know, we've we've kind of discussed the other end of that, Motsi, where a lot of people who, you know, were in direct contact with Tunch, who would see him at the, the walks for the homeless that he would do and things like that, that, that obviously had a connection, that he had an impact on their lives. But you can also be someone like Annette, too. Never met him, never spoke to him. You just listened to him over the years, and, and, and you still feel like you lost a good friend. That's, that's Tunch Yokin. That's impact. That's, that's legacy. That's that's absolutely impact and legacy. A couple more here uh, before we get to break. Yeah. Uh, Thrash tweets us and says, I discovered in the locker room and the Steelers Blitz on the same day in 2018, the Friday before the Steelers-Patriots game. I was rather pessimistic about the Steelers' chances, so I turned on SNR in between hearing Tunch and Wolf and you guys. I felt better. <laughs> and that was a fun game, certainly, wasn't it, Definitely. Thrash? Uh, and and – Oh, man, just it is crazy how fast in in the context of these conversations the years go. Right. I mean, 2018 like that, that feels in a lot of ways like yesterday, but it also feels in a lot of ways like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just we, we are we are loving hearing uh, all these thoughts, all these stories on uh, on you on Tunchokin, a guy who was so special to so many. Tim in Minneapolis tweets us and says last one here before we go to break. But again, you tweet us, you call us. We will get you involved. Uh, Tim says, I arrived late to a Steelers Nation Unite event in Kansas City before the January 2017 playoff game. Tunch looked tired and ready to get back to his hotel to prepare for next day's broadcast, but he still took the time uh, for a nice conversation and photo op with me. He was so kind to fans. That's that's a great story, Tim. It absolutely was. That's Tunch, man. Like that, that's Tunch. He, he had time for everybody. Doesn't matter if you were – Somebody who was directly involved with football, if you were Joe Schmo from, from wherever, Tunch had time for everybody. And that's why, again, he so impactful on so many. I said it at the top of the, the hour, Motsi. It, didn't, it really didn't matter. If, if you knew Tunch for 50 years or for 50 seconds, um, man, you, you felt like he was, was part of your family, was part of your inner circle. And, uh, and we are certainly honored today um, to be able to kind of um, be, be the mouthpiece of the fans here in a way. As, uh, as we say goodbye, as we say thank you uh, to our friend, to our colleague, to our mentor, Tunchokin. You can tweet us. Phone lines are open. If you want to call now, I'll get to you during the break. Uh, Motsi, we got another hour to go to, and, no. and we will continue. As long as you guys want to tweet us and Absolutely. call us and talk about Tunch, we are here. Absolutely, man. That is definitely will be how we 
conduct the rest of this show, man. Y'all let us know how y'all want to keep it going, man. And actually, give that phone number out one yep. more time, too, before we go to break, because now you actually be able to answer the phones. 412-919-1316. 412-919-1316. A couple of you are on hold right now. I promise you, I'm going to get to you as soon as we go to break here, so don't go anywhere. And we are going to break right now. This is Motes and Euler on ESPN 970 and SNR.